0: What is up everybody welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com My name is Sean Sheehan and today I'm looking ahead to one on Prime Video 16 which goes down in the Lumpani Boxing Stadium over in Bangkok in Thailand on November 3rd obviously featured on uh, on Amazon Prime and um, in, the, in the UK sorry in the US and in uh, Canada in the UK, you can watch it on the one championship website, and also I believe on uh, on YouTube as well. So, very, very handy and easy to watch. And I'm going to break down that card today. There's a few MMA fights on it, there's a big MMA fighter obviously in the main event, and uh, some grappling and other things as well. But before we get into that, I just wanted to touch on something I heard in the last week or so, and it's a, a talk of mine that I've talked about in these shows. Um, Relentlessly almost over the last while, and I actually heard Joe Rogan talking. Uh, I can't, can't remember exactly who he was talking to about it, but he was talking about uh, Muay Thai and making it maybe a bigger thing in the US, maybe even like the, the UFC bringing in Muay Thai. He was kind of like, you know, begging Dana White to do it in, in a very funny way and all that. And he was saying, like, This could be the biggest thing, this could be something that gets people involved and and i involved his fans and everything like that and i i actually have pretty big opinions on this because my opinion up until a few years ago was like nah there's no gap in the market um we have boxing we have mma do we need like an in-between sport whether it's kickboxing and mostly kickboxing was my opinion at that time uh or, or my which is, is similar but different and we'll talk about that maybe in a second but uh, and this could be a whole other po- podcast, so I'm just going to have a couple of minutes on it. Maybe we could discuss it more in, in future. But I was the, the, the guy who was like, nah, it's, I'm not going to watch that. It's boring. It's not great. And and now, since I've been watching uh, one, more One Championship cards and since One Championship I've been putting on more kickboxing, uh, and especially my Tai I think my Tai is better. I, think, I just think it is. I think it's more exciting. I think it's better for the fans and everything like that. But since I've been putting them with the MMA fights, as we've been obviously been talking about a lot in uh, in recent videos, I've just grown to, like, really like them. And even though, like, there's a couple of people, like, you know, like Haggerty fight, fighting on this and, 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 and a few others who you look at and you think, oh, God, that guy's fighting, I'm going to be watching. It feels like almost every time you tune into a card, for someone like me, I've never really heard of this person before. And then it's really fun and exciting to draw you in anyway, just because the spectacle, the sport the Muay Thai itself is like really fun and in the, the four ounce gloves as well in the cage I just think it's like it's really 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 good but I think for the UFC to have success with it right I think they don't need to go insane I don't think they need it doesn't need to be the next UFC it doesn't need to be anything like that I think they could put on a few fun fights and a few fun cards like you know uh, put a few a few invites like what championship do but do it if they wanted to do it in in the apex or wherever it might be every so often and you know treat it like you treat the power slap rubbish right people would watch that people would get hooked when they watch it and they'd watch it again because it's so easily consumable and so fun and that is where one championship actually have Taking the lead and where they have an advantage here in terms of that side of it because they have done exactly that and i really think people enjoy it i i'm one of those people myself right i i had no interest in kickboxing or might i or anything before and now I, I look forward to these fights i'll be tuning in like if this was before and i saw might i fight at the top of a card and let's let's say there's 10 fights in it And there's nine MMA fights, and the 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 fight, fights. I'd be watching the ten, and I'd be turning off my TV. But now I'm like interested in this. I like, I went back and I watched a few of the fights, and I tried to study them a little bit. I still like obviously don't have the understanding for this as I had for MMA or the love for it or anything, but I really do enjoy it. And I think what Rogan was saying about like if the UFC decided to do it. It could catch on But I think one championship What they are doing Is really really good And I do think people Are, are catching on um, And the more You know Our duty as people Covering the sport Is to tell people Like hold, hold on This is out there This is the truth This is fun This is You know This is good This is bad Whatever it might be But on, And I would say it If it was bad I thought it was bad before And I said it was bad before But it's good I really like it It's fun It's good fights And uh, I, I, I do think Rogan is on to something To be honest So So with that said, let's get into the card. Um, uh, so the, on this card, I'm, I'm going to concentrate obviously mainly on the MMA fights, as, as I always do. This is uh, uh, Sherlock is an MMA website, and I'm an MMA uh, person and all that. But just to go through some of the other bouts on it, Obviously, the main event is, uh, which I'll talk about more in a second, is the Bantamweight Kickboxing World Championship, which has the champ uh, from MMA, Fabrizio Andraj, on it against Jonathan Haggerty. Uh, the co main event is a grappling submission world championship between Tyro Atola and Magomed Abdul Kadirov. Um, the other non-MMA fights on it, we have uh, Shishan against Jonathan Estupian at 140 pounds in a catchweight bout there. There's a kickboxing bout between uh, Zhang Paiman and Rui Botello. Uh, Sin Samut is back on this card against Liam uh, Nolan as well in a Mai Thai fight. And the other kickboxing match is Supergirl, who's obviously very entertaining, against uh, Christina Morales. Um... Just a quick few words on the top two uh, bouts, and then we get into the, the mixed martial arts. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this Haggerty versus Andrade. But, like, Haggerty, I've gone back watching him, especially, like, his last few uh, wins. He, he's a—and I must say as well that this is kickboxing, right? So you have Haggerty, who's mostly a my Tai guy, fighting— Obviously, uh, Andraj who's mostly an MMA guy in kickboxing. So there's, you know, obviously it's going to favor Haggerty in terms of he's fighting a stand-up discipline. But it's very different. And, he like, he's a very kind of elbow-leading... Uh, fighter Close You know Those close in my Tai kicks Which aren't as Useful and as applicable In uh, or, or in some cases Some of those shots Banned <laughs> You know In kickboxing So he's going to have to fight A different way And how will he adjust Like I think The The distance management And the ability to fight At different areas Is the biggest difference In the sports You know We, we talk about it all the time With boxing And MMA And boxing And boxing you know, it's the lint, it's the angles and all of that that is the big issue. And it feels like they both have to adjust here a little bit now. Now, I, I went back and I looked and and Haggerty uh it seems to be all Might now. He he might have a few kickboxer matches uh, in there as well. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but it is mostly a, he is a Might Eye type of guy. Um watching Andraj is obviously in MMA a lot of stand up in uh, in his game, but it to me the way like he'll need a big adjustment too the way he fights with the low hand quick powerful striker um who will you know if he sees your heart he will go for you and he'll throw shot after shot after shot right that last part is grand the first part about the low hands quick powerful will that work as well with the bigger boxing gloves which I, uh, I believe is is what's going to be used here. You know, the Mighty I they do the four-ounce gloves. I believe they do the big kickboxing gloves with the kickboxing. Will that be as good or as applicable? Like, why are you holding your hands down, giving Haggerty, you know, something to hate while, <laughs> you know, while you have the ability to use those big gloves to kind of hide behind and not let him, you know, hit you? Big, big issue there. Big, big adjustment. A big adjustment, I think, need, needed for Haggerty as well. Um, and who will win? I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a massive kickboxing expert. Um, <laughs> I will probably lean towards Haggerty in this one. But one thing I will definitely lean towards is it being fun. The other big one in the comment event is Tyree Otolo against Magomed uh, Abdul Khad- uh, Um Studied a bit of Abdul Khadirov. Obviously, he's a Brazilian to black belt. Came up in Dagestan and, you know, he's had a tough life and he was, you know, taken in kind of early by the, the what would you call it? I suppose, uh, I don't know, is it an Olympic team type of thing, but like the, I suppose the, the youths. National sports team in uh, in Dagestan. He did a bit of Sambo and a bit of everything, to be honest. And uh, looks like he's a guy who's been through the ringer, you know, in life and a very talented uh, submission grappler as well. But obviously, these Taller brothers just seem to be a different level. Uh, in Ty's last fight, and his brother as well, even, if it feels like, you know, they're throwing him in against guys like the Sambo guys or, or um, you know, good wrestlers and things. And I feel like the Ria Tola brothers more than anything else have kind of been roughed up a lot and it really hasn't worked against them. Um and I want, I like I wonder what the tactic is. You know, the tactic almost has to be I'm gonna rough him up and I'm gonna take him out of the jiu-jitsu game. But it is jujitsu at the end of the day, so what do you do? Um uh, again, I'm not giving you a massive breakdown of a jujitsu match here. Uh, there's bigger experts out there to me. and uh, in fact, experts out there. I'm no expert in any way in jujitsu, but I I I just do you know what I wonder? Because I've watched a lot of these now. I've probably watched I don't know how many of them have I watched? I don't know, fifty even? Maybe maybe not that much. But over the last couple of years of this specific sort of style, you know, the kind of the the jujitsu whiz against a very good wrestler, a very good Samba guy. And nobody, I think, has been able... To, look, they've either gone in there and they've just got destroyed or they've gone in there and they've tried to rough them up and it hasn't worked. Um, I wonder will someone else try something differently. Like, that's probably... Because that's probably the move. You're probably you're not going to be the guy doing the exact same thing as the last two or three guys did and lost, you know? So, I suppose that's the key here for me for Abdul Kadirov. Like, what can he do to get past Ritolo? Let's see. Uh... But a BGJ black belt in his own right And all of that as well So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it Right, let's get to the mixed martial arts And there, there are some very fun bouts here Like, uh, uh, there, was a, there was a chat recently as well About one championship And about like, you know <laughs> I think we discussed it last time You know, uh, I think Chashi was kind of saying Oh, we have the best and the best in Muay Thai And kickboxing and MMA and all that And a lot of people were saying Well... You know, you maybe you have having Muay Thai and kickboxing, but not necessarily in MMA, but also say, like, it's easier to be a well-rounded uh, organization when you have all of those sports rather than the other organizations who have only the one. And that's a true, but also one championship have chosen to do that, and the other organizations have chosen not to do that. So, you know, the spoils of war go <laughs> go to the people who, who have made the right choice. Um but the point is I actually think like The smaller roster Of MMA fighters Leads to like Some very even matchups It feels like Everyone's on a very similar level And even guys And it's you know what It's a pretty good level uh, And the guys that come in I think there's a lot of young Good heavyweights That have come in to One championship over the last one And we'll talk about A heavyweight fight here again in a second That I am massively looking forward to But you just look at a lot of these guys and think, okay, uh, this guy could go a long, long way, and that's uh, like that mightn't get the credit it deserves. And I feel like I feel like I'm promoting one championship here now, but it is true. Like I, I really believe that. So let's get into uh, some of these fights here. First off, let's talk about Halil Amir versus uh, Ahmed Mushtaba, which is in the uh, lightweight division. <coughs> um. Halilimir, very strong wrestler. Uh, loves the, the Dagestani handcuff. Um, go, great ground and pound. Um, just picks lads up by the hips, hauls them around. But his striking is so good. I remember watching him a couple of fights ago, and I think, oh, he's a very good wrestler. He comes out and he just strikes a guy to base and I was like, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to rewatch some of this guy. Like his leg kicks are very good, and he like. What I love about him, he can re- out-wrestle a guy for the whole fight if he wants. And he can out-strike a guy for the whole fight if he wants. And you don't see that much. Now, as I said, he is, he is probably more of a striker. But I, when I see that wrestling in there as well, and I see how good he is at it, I'm like, you know, you, you have it all, why not use it all? But um, lovely left-hand, obviously fighting at a soap position. He's very well known for his knee. Um, the one thing I would say, he doesn't react amazingly to pressure he gets pushed against the cage relatively easily but he does turn and get out he's very good um, against the cage and you know what? he's very good on the ground as well in terms of a jujitsu battle went to war last time out with a bevy um uh, just that bjj battle was just fantastic he nearly won by guillotine he nearly won by sulu stretch it was just um it was a very fun one if you haven't seen that it's a very very fun one to watch um you know you look at his record nine to zero in that division. You're you're probably thinking he's a guy who's going right to the top, um, very very quickly. You know when you beat a baby, you beat Natsuken uh, in the fight before that. They're putting you in here against you know one of their other good up uh, and comers, uh, and a win here should should vault him up, obviously. Ahmed, uh, Ahmed mushaba had a setback in his last fight, losing to uh, a very quick Sage Narcut submission with the with the heel hook. Uh, but as I think, I think coming into that fight, I gave him a big build up, and a lot of people did And Obviously, when you're look, when you're submitted in 39 seconds, you don't get to show too much. But this guy is a good fighter, um, good power. You when know, he straight shots down the middle. Um, he fought Raju a couple of fights ago, just KO'd him. With a massive punch, and I was thinking, going into the, the sage fight, I was like, if he <laughs> if he catches him with that uh, shot, he's in bad trouble. Um, not the best defensive striking, I would say. He does get caught. He's a okay jab, um, but wrestling is what he wants to do first you know, good head pressure, very calm, Um, his pace of striking is a lot slower than most people at the lighter divisions, I suppose, but he's good trips inside, Um, he, one of his fights he won by a triangle with both the leg and the arm in, so it shows you on the ground as well how good he is, Um, I think this is a fight that massively favours Halil Amir after giving Mushtab the the, the big uh, build up there, and I, I think he deserves it because he's not a bad fighter and that 39-second submission to Sage and Arcot doesn't, doesn't reflect the reality of the situation. If you just see that and you think, ah, oh, he got submitted by Sage, he's no good. Not not true at all. But I do think I do think Halil Amir has a higher ceiling. At 9-0 and as well, he hasn't tasted the fee yet. And I don't think he will here. I think, look, when you guy like Mushtab, you see him and you see the defensive striking issues... I think that is something that Halil Amir will, will take advantage of. Plus, you saw what happened to him against Sage. If you take him down quickly and submit him uh, or get him into a submission battle, you know, he can he can fall there too. And we saw how good Halil Amir's submission uh, game uh, was recently. He's only won one fight by submission, but I think that's a stat that will rise and rise as we go through the years. You know, Mushtab has a few submission wins of his own. That was the first time... Sorry, no, not the first time he's ever submitted. He was submitted a couple lines before that, but he's won five of his nine fights by submission as well. So, you know, I... I, I Mushab, he's he's go, not going to be an easy out anywhere, I don't think. But I also think he's not necessarily better than Halil Amir anywhere, and I'm definitely going for Halil Amir to win that fight. Right. Next fight I am looking at here is Mangbo against uh, Aya Mayora. Um... Very interesting fight, this one. Um Mungbo obviously has been around for a very, very long time. Uh she's twenty-seven fights into her career now. You know, she's fought the who's who really over and over and won championship from Rita Fogat and uh Tiffany Teo to you know, she's been just around in different organizations as well for years and years and years, having made her debut in, you know, ten years ago against Zhang Weli, funnily enough, uh, where she won. Um, and I, I think now is the time For her, 27 years of age To go on that run again Get back towards that championship But Mayura is, you know 16 fights in her career 33 years of age it, And it's funny, like She's, what, six years older than her But it feels like she's the up-and-comer And, that, you know, that, that did happen sometimes But, um, you know, she hasn't been on the greatest run recently She's lost, what, three of her last four Losing to Tiffany Tao And, look, the champ Um Jing Nang Zhang as well. Um, I just, you know, when you watch tape on Miura, you can't help but see how amazing of an athlete she is. Um, and it's it's actually very rare we see athletes this good in whether it's the men's or women's side of mixed martial arts, but she really stands out. Um, a, go- a very good wrestler... Tremendous jiu-jitsu, brilliant when you get on the ground But she again has that problem she, Do you know what she reminds me a little bit of? Gunny Nelson Right? Unbelievable jiu-jitsu If she can get you to the ground She's going to beat you But when she can't Get you to the ground she, you know, When she can't get you to the ground She's flummoxed you know? And that's why I said good wrestler but not amazing wrestler Against uh, Jingyang Zhang She went 25 minutes and she didn't take her down or if she did, she popped back up. And she pushed her against the cage all the time and all that. Big issue. But if she can get you down, unbelievable. She loves the car- scaffolds, the Kimuras, you know, the Alexi Alnick type of upper third body submissions and control. She's a third degree black belt. Really, really, really good fighter. Re- just really good on the ground. Um, the striking, you know, there isn't a whole pile there. She can throw her basic shots. Not amazing, but she needs... She needs the submission. Like you look at her record 11 wins, four decisions, seven submissions, none by knockout. Um, that's what she needs to do here against Mangbo. And for Mangbo at the other side of it, then, you know, she, she spreads them around eight KOs, six submissions, seven decisions. And her game is well rounded. I would say a lot more well rounded than Miura. She's a nice jab. She's a lovely both outside and inside leg kick. But a very patient fighter. And it's funny. She's she's the type of fighter. And i said this a few times talking about Mengbo before. But she's very patient at times. And at, and when I say at times, in certain fights. And in other fights, she just bombs away type of thing. I think this is a fight where she's going to be more patient. Like, people are very slow to strike with her and end up trying to take her down. And that's exactly what's going to happen here, to be honest. But I'm sure she will want to get the fight strike and She builds into a fight. She's not the fastest starter in the world. Throws that hard right down through the middle. Lovely double jab as well. (coughs) And the the right hand that comes after it is very, very good as well. She's a very good defensive fighter. And I've described her wrestling before as very, very good up until a certain point. You know, she can wrestle with you. She can grapple with you. But it it feels like if someone chain wrestles against her for long enough, they might be able to get her down. Now... That's And that is the key battle in this fight That really is the key battle in this fight If Miura can keep Sorry, if Miura can keep, take the fight down If Mangbo can keep the fight up One will win and one will lose um, You have to be, I've said this before You have to be brave to beat Mingbo You have to be willing to take a few shots inside You have to be willing to be tossed around Maybe land on your back against her Miura will be happy enough to do that She's, she, you know, she's very, very happy to fight someone uh, off of her back. She can get takedowns from all over the place. But I, yeah, I, I favor Mingbo in this fight. But uh, the second, she, you know, she gets taken down, I no longer favor her. But I am, the pick is definitely Mangbo coming in to this one. Um, two more MMA fights in, and I really like... Both of these uh, fights. The first thing I'm going to talk about is the strawweight fight between Jeremy Miado and Lito Adiwang. Um, again, uh, a rematch of a fight they had. Uh, when, when was the fight? I'll, I'll find that out if you're here in a second. But a very interesting fight that one was. I went, I went back and I watched the whole thing uh, earlier on, and it was a fight that was just getting going in the middle of the second round. You know, it was in 2022, so. You know, just what 18 months ago March 2022. Um, and it was an injury literally almost the you know, what, three minutes into the, the second round. And as I said, just getting going. Um Adi Wang got uh got injured um and Miado ended up winning the fight. <laughs> like to me the f- the fight went like this. Two action fighters did not get the upper hand in the action fight, <laughs> uh, uh, debate, let's put it that way. And then they're both kind of like, "Oh, how's this going to play out? <laughs> and, and it was, I, I, do you know what? I really, really enjoyed it, but it was, it was a fight that I think could be very different this time. Um, you know, and i as I said, action fighter, lovely combinations, lovely uppercuts. He's in and out movement. He rushes in with power, power in every shot, but he, you know, leaves himself open and he's known for that big flying knee, which he true didn't quite land in the first fight against Adiwang. Uh, Adiwang, then he's more, you know, if, if Miata is in and out, he's more bouncy on his feet, very fast. Combinations again, um, you know, and when you see anyone fighting out to those uh, red shots of Team Lakai, you know what's coming. You know the hard leg kicks, the power, the all out aggression is coming. Um, this was, you know, it was a Filipino versus Filipino fight. Uh, I think it was in the Philippines the last time, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just check that again. Uh, was it in the Philippines? Was 1X in the Philippines? Uh, it wasn't. No, it was in Singapore. But I'm sure there was a lot of Filipinos there. And it sure sounded like there was. But, um, and I'm sure there will be a few in again to, to watch this. And, and they will get a big reception from it. But they're like carbon copies of each other in terms of fighters. You know, as I said, action fighter combos, speed, they're very, very similar. Um, the first fight, look, lots of leg kicks from both in that first fight. Adamang was probably landing the better counters early, but then Miata took him down. Adamang also got a takedown in the later part of the fight. Miata seemed more comfortable, though, on the ground than in the transitions. Um... And then, obviously, the leg injury happened. He rolled his ankle, um, maybe Achilles or whatever it was, and, and the fight obviously ended. Um, honestly, who, who am I picking going into this one? I'm probably picking Miado, Even though I said early in the fight, Aliwang was winning, but the more and more the fight kind of grew and grew and grew, I thought Miado was not necessarily taking over, but getting more control. And when the second fight starts, and there's no longer that... Oh, how is this guy gonna fight? I've never been across the way from this guy before. This is a bit weird. That doesn't exist in the second one. I think that will suit Miado. Now, as I said, this is this uh video is called preview and picks, and I have to give my picks. I don't know who'll win this fight. <laughs> I, re- I really don't. My pick is Miado. I think he's a slightly better fighter. Um I think he was just, like I think he was just about to go on and win the the, the last fight, although, as I said, very close. Um I think the transitions on the ground will help. I think if he avoids the fast striking of Adewang early and turns into a more technical matchup, I think he's better there. And that's how I think he'll win the fight. Um, and in the last MMA fight is a fight I absolutely love. This is an as old school an old school heavyweight fight as you can get Um uh, Kang Ji won against Benjamin Tynan. Uh, Tynan coming out of Canada, I believe he was, uh, it says in his Instagram bio anyway, he was a, a Canadian wrestling champion. He's four and all as a pro after going four and all as a, uh, an amateur as well. All of those fights have been finished, uh, and he is a, a wrestler. Um, uh, Kang Ji won has lost only one fight, he's 6-1, and and that fight was to Buchecha, who took him down and submitted him pretty quickly, but look at the wins he has, he's beaten Amir Ali Akbar, just sparked him, Paul Elliott sparked him, Uh, (laughs) this guy, he's, he's my type of fighter, he is my type of fighter, I really, really, really like him. Uh, again a talented athlete Southpaw striker He went toe-to-toe With Paul Elliott Like who goes toe-to-toe With Paul Elliott uh, You know Everyone's like Take him down And you beat him on the ground Like you don't go toe-to-toe with him But he did And sparked him um, If he gets this striking, It's over He will knock out Tynan. No no shredder Doubt in my mind About it um, He has insane power And he uh, uh, the, the, If you know me This is a massive compliment He moves like wonderboy For a heavyweight, moves on the outside, so good. Um, Look, in that Puchetra fight, he's wrestling, didn't look amazing. And that's exactly what Tynan wants to do. Uh, He fought Will Johnson last time out to Ben Tynan, who's a Bellator vet. Got dropped a few times. Didn't look amazing defensively on the feet. Look, he was throwing a few right hands down the middle that didn't look bad. But defensively, as I said, an issue. uh, Needs to improve that if he's going to climb to that next level. But, like it's hard to not call him a, a real good prospect in the heavyweight division considering how good his wrestling is, considering I suppose the, the athletic base he has um, and how he, I suppose young he is in the sport and undefeated. You know, very good wrestling, great control and ground pound. though. Uh, he trains with Curtis Blades, I believe, in that camp. Very high ceiling but very, 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 very green. Um, I, I honestly don't know who's going to win this. This is like your... You know this is this is like your your heavyweight boxer fighting your wrestler. If he can land that one knockout blow before he gets taken down, he will win. Um, I think he will. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for uh, Kangji one to 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 one to win this one. Uh, I think he will stay off the ground for a while, and he will land a big shot and he'll knock him out. He like, Tynan needs to immediately wrestle him. Like immediately. If this stays in the feet for ninety seconds, I'm almost. 100% sure that Kang Jiwon will knock him out. He's like, he's that good. This guy's amazing. But Tynan is a wrestler. And you know, amazing strikers have been beaten by many, many wrestlers down through the years. And it may be another one here. But I'm going to throw my bias in here. I have my striker bias that everyone hears me talking about Judge Lawis says I have. And I'm going to go for Kang Jiwon to win this one over at one championship. All right, everybody. That is it from me for the preview today. Check the card out over on Amazon if you're in the US or in Canada. Check it out on YouTube or on the One Championship website. If you are uh, in the UK or Ireland and across the world, obviously the One Championship website is the place to find out where you can watch this wonderful card. Stay tuned to Sherdog.com as well for more content from me and all the rest of the lads. Shout out to John Brannigan and all the guys over at Sherdog. My name is Sean Sheehan and I'll see you all next time.